Hello, and welcome to Put Your Nuts Out There, the podcast bringing you the no BS approach to food and body freedom, giving you actionable tips to build a better mindset and ultimately help you create the life you're truly hungry for with your host, me, Renee Sager. Hello, and thank you so much for coming back for another week. I'm excited that you're here. I'm especially excited to dig into this week's topic. Now, before I go any further, I just want to preface this episode and really every episode to go into them with an open mind because let me just say that talking to people about food stuff is basically the same as religion and politics. So if you are struggling with food, and body image, and what you've been doing hasn't really been working, just try and come into these episodes with an open mind. Just maybe being open to a slightly different way of thinking or seeing things. And not everything's going to resonate with you. That's completely fine and acceptable. And I would expect that. I would actually hope that. I would hope that You take what you want, you leave the rest behind, and you find what works best for you. Because I am a firm believer in that everyone has a different best way to eat. I don't think there's one plan, one amount, one anything that's going to fit everyone. My ultimate goal for you and for every client that I work with is to help you find the way that works best for you. Whatever that is, however that looks... And also just give yourself permission for it to change because I know for sure the way I ate 10 years ago and three years ago, and I don't know, last year, I guess it was still the same, but it's varied. It gets shifted somewhat over time. Just so has my relationship with food and my body. It's just always evolving. So just give yourself permission to have things change up a little bit. All right. So today's topic, it is sugar. Now you may be a little bit triggered in this episode and really maybe every episode. (laughs) I could be maybe a triggering person, but that's okay. My people will find me and appreciate me as I will you. Now, I know that everyone's going to have a different relationship with sugar. And I want to share with you what I've learned, my own experience, my own research, witnessing this work in clients and seeing it with other women as well, because sugar was a thing that, you know, once I started, the rest of the day was a crapshoot. I literally never had any idea how it was going to go. I mean, I would avoid eating sugar for sure first thing in the morning, but if I did eat sugar first thing in the morning, I mean, my day was shot, like pretty much always, because I felt like every single time I had one or some, there was no off switch. I would just go to town. You know, maybe I'd keep it together at work or wherever, but then I couldn't shake that feeling. It was just like this thing took over me and maybe I'd have to sneak out and buy more, hit the vending machine, you know, go back and forth, back and forth, all of that crazy nonsense. But I really felt that I just have no control around sugar. You know, it wasn't really just sugar for me. I personally identified as a food addict for quite a while. I really felt like I couldn't moderate any food. It was all just like once I started, I couldn't stop. But sugar and and carb things especially, I know are a 
big one for a lot of people. And there's been a lot of research done on sugar. And what I want to say about any research article is just take it all with a grain of salt. I mean, these articles, just like everything, can be so skewed by who's funding it, the details of the tests that they don't put in. For example, you know, sugar that I've read in multiple studies impacts your brain, impacts your body in the same way that cocaine does. It lights up those same receptors in the brain. Here's what is usually left out in those articles. It is dopamine being released. You will get that from sugar, maybe cocaine. Well, yes, cocaine, but also kissing your baby, listening to your favorite song, touching your partner's hand. All of these things will release dopamine. They come from the same part in your brain. So it's not that sugar is just like cocaine, but it's also like kissing your baby and kissing your partner and holding someone's hand and listening to your favorite song, all of these things. You know, same thing with like the rats, like when rats are left with sugar or plain water, like they can't stop with the sugar water. And what they fail to mention in these studies too is like the rats didn't get anything to eat leading up to this experiment. You know, this is the big thing about sugar. And and I also just want to say, I'm not saying you should go eat sugar for every meal of every day because truthfully, well, I don't eat that way, but again, there's no one right way to eat. I don't think most people are going to feel very good if all they eat is sugar. So much of the work around sugar comes back to balancing your blood sugar. Because let's take a look here. Let's take a look back at the days when I ate, or you yourself, maybe last week, who knows, ate something sweet in the morning. There were donuts in the break room, or someone sent you some cookies in the mail, or whatever. And you were hungry, you got into work, you were in a rush, maybe you only had something like a piece of toast for breakfast, or nothing at all, and you see those things, or the jar of M&Ms, and you're like, oh... I just really want that, but I probably shouldn't have it, but I really want it. And then you eat it. What happens is your blood sugar shoots up and then pretty quickly it's going to fall back down and you're going to want something to spike it back up. This is kind of in the simplest terms what sugar is doing. It's making your blood sugar go up and then back down. And then what we usually do when we have a, a surge of sugar is we want more of it. We want more energy. So we go back for another one. We go back for that quick source. So then we have another one. And then maybe an hour later, we're like, oh my gosh, I need some more. And we have another one. And so typically after that kind of thing happens, most people associate that with clearly, I can't be trusted around this food. Clearly, I can never have just one. But now let's replay that. Let's pretend you had a big breakfast, 7 a.m. You had a huge breakfast, eggs, bacon, toast, uh, grapefruit, you coffee. You were satisfied. It was delicious. And then you go into the office, 9 a.m. It's been a couple hours since breakfast. You see the donuts. You're like, hey, that doesn't look bad. And so you have one. I would be willing to bet 
you will experience a very different feeling having that donut after having had a very full and satisfying meal versus eating it on an empty stomach. Now, this is something I want you to experience with on your own. See how different it feels having a donut on an empty stomach versus a donut after a big meal. You know, this goes back to like the three o'clock slump that we kind of all face during the day, right? Three o'clock rolls around. We want something sweet. We need a pick me up. And so then we go to the vending machine and get maybe a Hershey's bar. Now there's nothing wrong with this, but if all you have is a Hershey's bar, that's not very fulfilling, It doesn't have the kind of main macronutrients. Not that you have to have the full macronutrient layout every time you want to have some sugary sweet delight, but notice how it impacts your body. If you're not comfortable having a Hershey bar and then an hour later still being hungry, what you should probably experiment with is adding in some protein with that. A couple hard-boiled eggs, a string cheese, some nuts, some cottage cheese, something else to more evenly balance out your blood sugar. Because again, try and think of the sugar aspect in managing blood sugar. You know, here's another thing too. I mentioned that I identified as a food addict for a long time and they utilize the abstinence model. I am also sober and... That does require the abstinence model. So no alcohol, I've had no alcohol for a little over 10 years. And I just assumed that I was the same way with food, with sugar. I was, I always thought like, if I could just take a stupid pill, if I could just have a pill and just be done with it, not have to think about it. That was like my dream. So funny because It's so different now. Like I love eating and it's so fun and delicious. And also some days I don't care about it at all, but I do really enjoy food. But back to the abstinence model. So this is the main reason why eliminating sugar fails so painfully for most people. Because when we eliminate an entire food group, we are restricting. And when we are restricting we don't usually take that too well. I mean, just play this tape through. I don't know about you, but anytime I knew that a big diet was coming or a cleanse or a Whole30 or whatever, I would binge my brains out like the week before, but especially the night before. You know, I know before I went to my first 12-step meeting for food, I, I went insane. I was buying like day-old pastries and just all this garbage that didn't even taste good. But I was just like, I need to eat this all now because I really thought like once I go to this meeting, well, and that's what they told me to do too, was, was once you went to that meeting, it was no more sugar. It was out. It was done. This is commonly referred to as last supper mentality. So what I was doing wasn't necessarily the behavior of a food addict. It was the behavior of a human being. I was just acting very rationally. (laughs) I was acting like a famine was coming because it was. You know, I was doing what I needed to do to keep myself alive. And that is probably a similar thing that you've experienced when trying to eliminate or reduce or cut out sugar in your own diet is it gets even more out of control. Now, 
I just want to say too that sugar is going to impact people differently. You know, there is probably 5% of the population out there that can go to a food addict meeting or a 12-step meeting or eliminate sugar completely and do really well. I, however, could not. And I think that, you know, the other 95% of the population that feels inadequate because they can't cut out sugar and they feel weak and like something's wrong with them and like they're severely addicted, you know, this is for you. Because I was in that position too. If you can't cut out sugar and maintain sanity and not binge your brains out, there's nothing wrong with you. But this is a big reason why the abstinence model doesn't work for a lot of people is because restriction makes us want to binge. So when you're experimenting with sugar, I want you to start thinking about, is this going to spike my blood sugar or is this going to be more satisfying? Is there something else I could add to this? Is there something that would make this more fulfilling for me? And just see the difference. Just notice the difference in how you respond, in how you feel. Now, there's one other kind of major concept that I think I'm actually going to save for next week. And this is a huge reason why even if you're allowing sugar, even if you're eating it, even if it's with a full array of macronutrients and you're satisfied before you have the dessert, why you may still be feeling completely out of control. So just for this week, I hope that I offered you maybe a, just a different take on sugar, like just a different way to look at it, just a different way to think about it, a different way to eat it. Instead of eliminating it completely, you're adding it in with other things. And then next week, I'm going to be talking about a little bit of a deeper concept. So I'll see you then. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.